Welcome to the Trio of Positivity podcast, people. This is the season finale. Thank you so much for joining us all season. I don't know, boys. I'm getting emotional here. Help me. How are you guys doing? Whoop, whoop, season finale. For whatever reason, my ears just really hurt. I think we all know the reason. But it's fine. Oh, it's good. Yeah, my ears it's beautiful. Just... It's a great day. It's a great day to talk some sports. A lot of things happening. And the trio of positivity is all over that shit. Thank you, boys, for lifting me. I needed that. Uh, I'm your host, Blue Pen. Joined, as always, by my fellow Positive Brigade, you just heard, Miller and Chris. Uh, in today's episode, beautiful episode today, we are going to talk about a couple of news items around Chicago. We'll talk about the NBA All-Star Game. We will talk about the Fields drama that's happening in Chicago, touch on the Madhouses Madison, cannot forget about that, and I know it's a long time ago at this time, we'll even touch on the Super Bowl, tell you how we did in our bets, and might even touch the Bears draft coming up, the draft from the past and the draft from the future. Big, big episode, but this will be our last episode until the draft, so we are ready to go out on a with a bang here. Boys, let's bring some energy, okay? We always Ooh. do, baby. I'm not going to lie. I accidentally clicked the X on the Chrome window that has all of this going. And my heart stopped for a second because I thought, oh, my God, I literally just stopped the recording. But it gave a warning, so we're okay. So I got to cancel the the X part on that end so yeah we're good i i definitely got a poop later but i think we'll be okay <laughs> chris it's not like we were at the end almost... of the episode it wouldn't have been that big a deal uh, i mean you never know chris, chris you, since you almost made that blunder why don't you get us started i heard you wanted to talk about the socks I actually, I actually do want to talk about the Sox. They actually had something come up in the news that made them worthwhile and actually worth talking about. Um, the, the some of the stuff uh, I'm kind of a little fuzzy on, so I apologize if I don't get this right. But long story short, uh, Reinsdorf is looking for a new stadium away from his current location. Uh, there's reports out there that uh, the city of Bridgeport was also one of the cities that was. Uh, brought up however reinsdorf uh denied that idea uh he was quoted around and i'm kind of going uh, verbatim here that the current stadium of where it's at it's not a money producing area which he's kind of right um most new stadiums that are being built are in highly populated areas in which people can go to bars people can go to certain things around the stadium. Obviously, you can look at Wrigley, it's their success. You can look at the Padres and their success with stuff like that. And you can even compare Vegas with the new uh, renderings that they have for their potential stadium, where it's an, a little bit of everything where you can get more revenue for the team that way. Uh, because one of the complaints that uh, Reinsdorf gave, and I wanted to hear your guys' opinion, that given where 
his team is financially and how basically he's saying he, they're bleeding money, which I guess is kind of true. They don't have the means to sign those big free agents that are looking for $600, $700 million contracts. So what do you guys think? I know I kind of missed a couple things. I know there's some um, there's some quotes that are going to be in there, but I wanted to ask the fellow bandwagoners, White Sox fan, Boopin, uh, what do you think about Reinsdorf's latest comments? It was a trifecta. He hit all the talking points. Uh, the new stadium will inject money into the society. Uh, they want to own their own stadium. The Bears have been saying that too. And, you know, we, we might leave if you don't give us a new stadium. So he had all three. Um, I did see your point that he looked at, he brought up the Otani contract, and he's like, there's no way we'll be able to offer that contract with where we are today. I did see that too. Man, what did he not say? He said he's 88, and if he dies, he doesn't know what other billionaires would do, where they would take the team. He He said everything just to say, I don't know. I would love a new stadium. Who wouldn't? But I, I don't think cities, the Illinois is giving them money, a billion dollars nonetheless, to build a new stadium when this one is perfectly fine. And they are not doing as hard. I, so even if they move, there's not a baseball team in Chicago, honestly. I believe, though, this stadium is going to become one of the oldest that hasn't been renovated in a while, right? Isn't it on pace, like in the next five, ten years or something like that? I don't hear of, like, I know some cities are getting new stadium. Are really new baseball stadiums being built? I see like, some... like there, there's a lot of money being spent on renovations. Like I know, obviously Wrigley's still one of them. That uh, I think they're getting a new roof put in uh, this off season. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think uh, Fenway was definitely one of those stadiums too that always goes through. Okay, renovations. I have to cut you fuckers off. You guys are way too fucking positive. Right now, about Reinsdorf. Sir, and there is not what's enough. What's the name of this here. podcast? This what's is the name a of this joke. podcast. Hold this on. What's the name of this podcast? This is a fucking joke. And the fact that Boop would say there, oh, what great talking points. The motherfucker literally came out and bashed his fan base because he it's not a money producing. And how much money does he spend in payroll? He spends a joke. He doesn't need to get, spend $600 million for a guy. How about 100 How about a fucking 100 Fucking anybody. The Kansas City just doled out a hundred. If he can't afford a fucking hundred million dollars when he owns the White Sox and the fucking Bulls, then he should fucking quit being an owner. That is a you, joke. You and then he's gonna pick, ask the state for a billion dollars. He's gonna go to the state. All right, hold on. Uh, you literally pointed uh two most mediocre or below average teams that he currently owns. So that has nothing to do with with two teams he owns no. two professional teams so why is he gonna sit here why is he gonna sit here and blame the fans for not making it a money organization he's blaming the fucking fans okay because so he can't out. put a good team on the field with so and he doesn't spend money to support his team on top of that will it move from where he is to another south side location really help no the only thing that will help would be a move out of state a move to a different city like nashville where it can re-energize a fan base the bottom line is this team will always be second tier and the other thing is the fucking Sox stadium is nicer than the fucking cubs stadium no it is so don't sit here and talk about the fucking stadium definitely nicer a hundred hundred percent no it is hundred percent better wiggly has the history 
it has the historical aspect. Outside of that, it's not that nice. Like, come on. So, so hold on. Let me ask you a question. When you go to a Sox game and the game's over, what do you do after? So now you're incorporating something ask, that ask the Ricketts the, just answer, did? Answer the question with what I asked. When you're done at a Sox game, where do you go after? There's bars in the area. They, they, they added so... a lot of pavilion space around the stadium. Yeah, I mean, which, is, this which is not even being utilized. When you tailgate before the game in Wrigley. We don't have to tailgate. Like, that. Wrigley's become, like, the neighborhood it's is because, what makes Wrigley. It's, it's, you don't have it's gotten to tailgate. out of control. It's, it's, Let's be, it's, 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 it's stupid it's what not, they've done over there. It's ridiculous. Do. Wait, How so can you're you telling me, this? hold on, time out. So you're telling me the Sox's promotion of four tickets, four hot dogs, four beers for, like, $10 doesn't work? What? I'm I don't not telling you that... anything. I'm well, just saying that the stadium you, itself. That's, you know, that's mostly what no. the family plans are. And I you're mean, telling me that when you have someone who's making these promotions and people are still not going. It's a second tier team in the city that sucks. What do you expect? The Sox fan literally said, if they move out, there's another team in Chicago. So everyone's with you guys. Fuck that guy. He has not put a competitor team. Even the year after they won, I feel like they never sold out. We've talked through this a million mm-hmm. times. So fuck that guy. Like, fuck billion dollars. Don't even give him a single dollar if like it's you up can, to me. You can argue He's right that, on they had, points, that, that, that they had a run of bad luck with, with the team that they fielded and the injuries and whatnot. You can argue that they should have had more success recently. But the bottom line said, is no, they, they still have sucked historically. Yeah, he said the wins had nothing to do with it. The the team he put on on the field, like like had nothing to do with like how the fans are responding, which I hated too. Which but it's such bullshit. The the what is. what he's saying is a joke, and the fact that you're blaming the fans because you don't have enough money when you own two professional teams, go fuck yourself. I being the guy that okay. has bashed the White Sox for so much. I'm glad to see Reinsdorf is seeing it my way. That's all I'm saying. The White Sox are mostly bandwagon fans. And coming from coming from <laughs> coming from oh, Are you gonna let me finish? Are you gonna let me finish? Do you have Please. any facts to back that up? Yes, attendance. Even that doesn't when they make were you even, a bandwagon even, fan? Yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. Very much so. Now, the one thing I will so ask is the you fact guys, that Wrigley Field has about fifty percent Cubs fans and fifty percent tourists come into play. It does. It actually does because who owns the stadium, and that's his point too. It's nothing to do with my question, but you can continue. <laughs> yes, it, it because it doesn't matter who's in your stadium at that point. I'm just when saying you're calling the Sox the bagwagon yeah, fans when, when, when Wrigley relies okay, hold on, on tourists me, more here, than it does its me, own fans. But this is what I'm going to t- I'm going to explain something to you. And Buka, okay. I'm going to ask. I'm going to put you on a spot. Okay, Buka, both I'm of put you. you how many games did you go last season? None. How I haven't been since up? like 2019. Hang on, hang on. How many? How many did you go year prior? Wait, I I'll tell you when I went. I went the year after COVID uh, restrictions were released and baseball was back. I think that year. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, so like that's how. So like, to, ask me how many soccer came up into. Then we'll figure out who the bandwagon fan is here. How many have you gone to? I've been to two last season. Probably three the year prior, maybe four. 
the year Did prior. Did you purchase those tickets or were they given to you? I, no, no, I purchased those tickets. I, gone are the days when I used to get free tickets. So. Okay. And like there was I, a I, point in time where we were offered socks tickets and we're like, nah, I'm good. Like I used free to go to socks games in boxes in previous life, and that was great. But the stadium, to Miller's point, the food is great. Uh, they, the, you know, they're doing okay with the area. They could do better, but like they're trying. Um, it's this like dumb. It, it, it's dumb that he's trying to get more money out of the state. That's all I had Listen, to say. I, also, I'm, fucking I'm sell the team, Jerry. Fuck I'm you. looking at it. Listen, the whole like money thing from the states. I'm not bringing it up. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, but you I can't not. Listen, that part, because what are we're literally going to talk about the Bears too? The Bears could easily have pulled that move if they really wanted to, and would we be in the position to be like, I mean, the Bears are kind of right. Like, it, it can't. It's a double edged sword. We would fall in a in a scenario where if the White Sox are pulling that bullshit and the Bears decide to pull it, then it's like, well, I mean, one of these guys is right. What what one cool thing that well, might come out of both this? of them are wrong. One cool thing that might come out of this is a lot of cities, Kansas City does it, um, I think Cincinnati does it, is like to have a football team and a baseball team basically across from each other. Like, that would be cool in Chicago. I don't know where they would do, where there's that much area. Barely find a spot for one stadium, let alone two right next to each other. There is talk of the Bears taking, there is talk of the Bears taking over that Sox Park area. Who did hear that? That would be interesting, actually. That'd I think that would be very enough space. There'd be more space, but I mean, they would really need to improve the area, and I just don't know if you're going to get there. Yeah, I don't know. I All just right. think what he said was just it destroyed the fan base, and then to ask for money from the state to do this is just—it's not a good look. <laughs> He's already hated. But at the, okay, so then let me let me ask you this then: who? Who did it better? The Oakland A's or the White Sox then? The Oakland A's haven't done anything. They basically and bashed the fans too. They did. They moved. The they fans the they fans haven't moved did a yet, fucking... technically. But Okay, but okay. the you know what I'm saying it. though. Like like there's a reason why so many teams are looking at it from that aspect. And what sucks too is Las Vegas is the one market where new teams can fucking flourish. So it's it it's worth the conversation and let's not forget a couple not a couple years ago but a long while back rosemont wanted to become a city for the fucking cubs and they were willing to charge the cubs i think it was one dollar for the land which like everyone's willing to listen i i'm just saying i i disagree on some some of the things that reinsdorf said but on some of the things i think it could be a better look and if he's trying to go for that downtown like san diego vibe or or I think Boop and you even mentioned like Baltimore vibe where it's you can go out and there's like an afterlife like right there where you can get more money out of it. I think that's definitely worth trying. Isn't he going is he wanting to go north or south? Uh from what I heard is he's trying to still stay on the south side, but he wants to be closer to more of like the building views or something like that. Like he wants Have to Have you get seen a... the seventy eight? It's like right by Rosemont. It used to be an old train yard. So it's right on Roosevelt on the other side, I think. They might the river might cut it too. So those the river and the skyline view right there. It's called the seventy eight. It's a real estate. Some guy with like some iffy ties owns it. So it's like a it's like a very disputed site, but it keeps coming up every time a team's trying to move in or out of Chicago. It's called the seventy eight, I think. 
would you support a move, Boopin? If if Reinsdorf is kind of done with it, would you be like, yeah, you know what? I think the Bears, the, we were at the stadium where we got poured, right? I think they need a stadium, at they least renovation, yeah. before before they do, uh, before the Sox do. Sox have a decent stadium. It's it's like what hurts the most is last season when they sucked. He's like, oh, we're not moving. We are here, blah, 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 blah. And then now, like, now that he's negotiating with other people, maybe talking to Nashville or something, he's, like, trying to pull this off. So that's some well, shit. Well, he did I'm that with like, Tampa. He did that with Tampa, I believe, too. Um, before Tampa got a team, so yeah. I mean, I I understand the thing that pisses me off the most is going to taxpayers. That's bullshit, dude. Come up with the fucking money. Yeah, I mean, they can always the stadium. Is, it, is he talking about a billion dollars for the stadium, right? Not just yeah. the. That's not it, like yeah. the Bears scenario where the Bears are paying for the stadium and they're looking for assistance but, building up the area. But again, too, I think if if it's a good deal for the taxpayers, where they're going to get more revenue from it, they have to consider it. I think a lot of the stuff that's happening with the more Bears revenue from it. No, you don't take the fucking you don't yes, you no, can. that's bullshit, dude. Come on. What do you mean? You don't take the taxpayers' money to build a fucking stadium for your team. No. I mean every fucking owner wants every this. Every city does that. What are you talking I mean, about? They may, they may say no, but every city yeah. asks for it. Yeah, like what do you mean? That's when most of the hotel tax and all that shit comes in. Like they prepare yeah. for that. We are still paying for the Bears um, two thousand three well, renovation. That's because it was the that was Park District's decision. But yeah, I get. But we are still paying with the hotel occupancy tax. That's kind of what they want to do. They want to keep raising taxes till twenty thirty four or something like that to fund them. But looks like they're saying money for CTA renovation, road renovation is also built in that billion. They would pay for it, but the city would give them money back for if, that. Or if, state if, would. Yeah, if if it if it's a benefit for the Sox fans, like I'm all for it. Um. I think what he's trying to he sees a success with a lot of the stadiums where they have that like surrounding area even Gillette Stadium like it, it, I know it's an NFL stadium but like right outside their stadium they have a full like blown shopping mall or shopping district with a team store and then just a bunch of stuff there I think that's the new mantra of what a lot of the teams are looking to do He's right. a douche sell the team Jerry Yeah Fucking die already. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, the NBA All-Star game just happened. Uh, it was a very defenseless, uncompetitive team game where the East won by scoring over 200 points. Uh, Damian Lillard from the Bucks won the MVP as well as a three-point contest. Did you guys watch the game? I know Miller vowed to not watch it. Chris, I know you're into it. How do you go? It was the most boring thing I think I've experienced in basketball terms. I will say, um, I know you don't have this written down, but the uh, G League, uh, the G League person, uh, Mac McClung, won again on the slam dunk contest. He might make it a a three peat. His dunks were kind of eh. One of the worst slam dunk contests I've ever seen. I didn't even watch it. It was the highlights. Yeah, see, you can't say that. That's that's the most dumbest thing I've. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard someone say. It's the something that I watched, but I watched the recap. Oh, because Jalen Brown jumped over a three foot guy to to dunk the ball. That's He's supposed not, to be impressive. You know who he is? He's a rapper or something. No, nope, wrong. Fucking no. See, this is what I'm saying. It's like it's got the the NBA so it's important to know the prop in a dunk to understand yeah. what a dunk is like. Sometimes, yeah, it'd be nice. Who, who was he, Chris? He was a uh, one of the most popular streamers that's out there right now. 
nothing to do the fucking dunk. Come on, dude. Also, so, supposedly Jalen Brown was wearing Michael Jackson's glove in one of the dunks. That's why his dunk was weird. They were like, oh, that's a... Yeah, there's like a so, lot. There's a lot so of he got booed. He literally got booed when he dunked. So, like, here's, here's the thing. I think they just need to get rid of the All-Star game and move NBA Saturday night, make that into Sunday night. They had it at fucking uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, which it looked great. Did you guys see the LED floor? That was amazing. Like That was cool. That, to me, is going to be probably the future of the NBA. I don't like how it's, like, like really bright on the players, though. Like, when they're, like, it's weird with the white jerseys. It, it just doesn't feel right. But, like, I could see that where teams are going to be like, we want to put that in and, and change the the sponsors and make more money. So I just, who knows what happens in the future. When you have the Sabrina thing was pretty cool. They'll probably expand on that. But when you have Anthony Edwards come to the skills position, skills contest, the first fucking contest on Saturday and say, he's doing everything left-handed that basically destroys the night. That basically says that these kids, these guys don't give a shit. That's what it says. If he's doing it, if he's doing it with his left hand, that means he doesn't care if he wins. That's exactly what that means. And it's just funny, the aftermath, because it was like you had the commissioners come out and they were preaching how they wanted the guys to play hard and try. And then it was just a complete laughing stock. I mean, the commissioner looked so bad for that I mean, all-star I, game. I get it. Was just, if it I'm was an NBA funny. star, like, fuck, I don't want to get hurt. Like, you know, I, I try to do something. I'm already probably playing hurt or like, so rehabbing something like LeBron paid 14 minutes because he had, he has a shit ankle and he's had it all year. So I get it. It's fun to be there. I'm sure it's great to be there, but I, I wouldn't risk my fucking max contract. Most of them have so then, for this shit contest. So then what's worse, friend, the NBA or the NFL, the Pro Bowl or the All-Star game? I don't watch any of it. It all sucks. Waste like the Pro Bowl, time. at least, like the people playing, not playing in the Super Bowl, are playing. So, like, they at least have a chance to go all out. Like, Chris, some of the contests is pretty fun. Some of the I will give you that the contests are better than the game. I'm just saying, when you have a player as prominent as Anthony Edwards in the league come out and say he's doing everything left-handed, it takes away from the contest because it shows that these guys don't really care that much. I, I honestly don't know why he would say that out loud, but at the same time, if people decided to shoot left-handed because it was more of a challenge for them, that's something that they just, that's on them. Like, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Also, there's no ramification, like, there's nothing bad that would happen to them if they decide to do it that way. Like, there's, there's no, if they don't want to win, I think it was like 50 grand or whatever, whatever monetary value was given to, um to them for that ask, like, I feel Are you like talking the about inst- the game or the contest, both because I think they both have monetary value. But kind of putting it into schedule, I would say get rid of the All Star game. And if you want to do the in season tournament on the same weekend or something like that, I'm fine with that too. Because even some of the players they they were definitely playing for the guys that um, didn't have a guaranteed contract, and they're like, hey, we're gonna win so that you can get this extra money. Like at least there was something to it. My we're thing would playing- be these guys don't play for the money. For the in-season tournament, what are you oh, talking about? I thought you were talking about the All-Star game. You were talking right. about how they that's, got 50, that, like I said, whatever. They don't no, play like, for the money, and that's what takes away from Anthony Edwards. It's just like 
if you're not playing for this trophy, then it means nothing to you. So it's but like there's no you're not playing like, for the money, you're not playing for the trophy, so you're basically not doing anything. Okay, and so I get can we agree guy, that but... can can we agree that the most competitiveness that we've seen that weekend is the three point contest and the slam dunk? That's it. I, the slam Nothing dunk. I'm, I'm going to go back. It wasn't good. You can but say it's competitive, competitive, but it wasn't good. Yeah, it was competitive though. It was shit. I mean, the last one. I mean, the three point. That was, was really fun. It was like the only thing that was more. good was yeah. Sabrina and Steph. Okay. Wait, you said Zach, wait, you said the Zach Levine was more like was the better dunk contest? I I, I thought so. That was a bro. Fun you did not watch last year's. Then last year's was. I was going to say. I thought last year's was pretty I good. Last year's was amazing. I would strongly recommend doing what Miller does and watch the highlights of that. Okay, but talk about save so much time. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is Poopen's time. Okay, reclaiming my time. Uh, let's talk about Sabrina. Someone highlighted this on this fucking podcast and got booed and fucking jeered for saying, oh, whatever, this is this is going to be boring. No one's going to watch. Turns out even Miller watched. So props to Boopen for he highlighting. Watch. I didn't, you know watch. What? He didn't watch. I told you I didn't watch shit. But like, I, uh, just, I just placed money on Sabrina. Just like every White Sox I was fan. hoping that she was going to pull it off, and she, she basically had... She had a better round than the than the three point champion. Yeah, she so had the same say, round, right? Yeah, 26, Curry beat 26. her. Yeah, Curry beat her twenty nine twenty six, but twenty six he scored would have won the men's three point shootout basically, yeah. uh, which and, is and she went from the women's three point line to the men's. So it was it, it was impressive. She was probably the most impressive thing, and obviously Steph. I really like the floor too. Um, I I don't know if they did it throughout the game. If someone was on fire, it was literally fire on the court as they were shooting the ball. It was like amazing. Like some of the things they did was super cool. Uh, NBA is like the in-season tournament. Some of the things they do is like the LED stuff. They're really like leading this charge, I think, which is really cool to see. Yeah, I just wish that there was more importance to it. I, I grew up in an age where like the all-star game, like people gave a shit and it's just like the fact that what one team broke 200 points and I think it was like over three, I think that whole said it was the highest um, points in an all-star game ever. Like well, it wasn't ever, even ever. close. Like, yeah, like it was, it was like, that should never be a thing. Like, I don't that's know. That's today's just... society. Look at the NFL. Same thing. It's all about points. I mean, they're setting well, records no, the NFL, every time they as well. Switched to flag football, so it's not. But they're even... still scoring a lot. It's still yeah, a lot of scoring. It's flag about this way: if like Demar or uh, like Zach Levine were playing, and then like they played hard but got hurt, how would you feel? You know, I'd be so, happy because that means the Bulls suck. No, like they made the all. No, you don't. Game. You never cheer injuries. Don't be a bitch. No, but um, like, like I think that's what they're like. When they want to play in purgatory. Hard. You do. They like they like want to play hard, I think, but that's what it is. They all have max contracts. They there all have nobody all playing hard on that. Can I be? Court. Can I be honest saying. with you? Can I be honest <laughs> with you? Being very honest, a lot of the rules that are being changed on the NBA with like the back to backs, like trying to limit those, it's because they know they want the stars on the floor so that ticket sales go up, sponsorships go up, TV ratings go up, all of that. Right. The issue is that you're taking the entertainment aspect away and you're becoming a competitor. The competitor takes over and you want to rest players, you want to do this and that to win to win the championship. All-Star Weekend used to be that way. It used to be that the dunk contest, people gave a shit. They prepared for a long time. Three-point contest, people would want to repeat. They want to do all of this. 
but then it's not competitive anymore. It's just an entertainment aspect. But it hurts when you don't have the best, right? Yes. Like, the fact that Steph Curry isn't in the three point contest. That's I think a Steph Curry is, but I think that's a different thing. I think because they were trying it's to make not. this into a one versus one, was they wanted a big name year? to it. I believe he was. I think Dave maybe, but he hasn't too. been a lot, so, and it's just like when you have so. when you have the best out there, like LeBron. I think he might have done the slam dunk once, but it's just like when you have these guys that don't LeBron participate. LeBron has not done. He's never done dunk. it. So it's like when college, you have these people that don't participate, it takes away from the actual event itself, and that's a so, problem. I believe LeBron was out there stated that. The reason he didn't do a dunk contest is because the expectations for him would be so high that whatever he comes up with would be very disappointing. And I actually agree with that. So that part makes total sense. Now, are, are you? It's cop out answer. It's they are going to expect so. so much of me that I'm going to be docked. Literally, all he needs to do is a running jump and slam the ball, and he'll get all tens. Because that's what no, happens. No, he won't. Everybody gets all tens as long as they hit the fucking dunk. So you That's obviously you obviously didn't watch any of that because not everyone just got tense. So I know you're, because Jalen Brown jumped over you're, a three foot guy and got you're booed. Absolutely wrong. See, this is why I can't take the conversation serious because you guys don't like it, it's not an elaborate thing. And that's what I'm saying. The entertainment aspect of basketball has taken over more than the competitiveness. Just like the NFL. The NFL Pro Bowl, some people try to make but the But you whole, act like, like this is unique. Thing. It is. No, it's not. Look at the NFL. It's all about scoring. That's entertainment. It's all about making these more entertaining for the fans. They focus on offense in the NFL because they want more points. Right. They did things in hockey to get more goals. They do stuff in baseball to make it quicker game. It's just like it's all about entertaining the fans. That's literally what sports are. Yeah, but there's changes that are actually appreciated. Like, I think we can all agree we're kind of happy that baseball games end a lot sooner than going over three hours like they used to. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. that was not popular when they did it. Exactly. Though. The pitch clock is still not popular to the, to this day. But, like, the whole, like, stealing when you pick off two times, then they have to throw, like, it's going to force a steal. Like, there's a lot of changes that is for the better that makes it competitive and entertain, entertaining. The NFL has gone to a point where they try to combine the skills that the NBA and the NHL have. They come, they they made their own skills thing, and then they made a flag football thing so that people can give a shit and play harder without worrying too much about injury. And that's where flag football comes in because you don't have to tackle people. So they're they're trying to make that aspect of their Pro Bowl entertaining and competitive. What I'm saying about the NBA is that the competitive part is gone. There's no competitiveness when it comes to the All Star game. None. Yeah, I seem to recall last year there being a they got competitive for like the last two minutes. They got competitive I mean, because yeah, because then shit got real and they were fight they were playing it was, for it was for like a charity thing and they had money involved. Like it was the first time they were trying to like throw money into it. Like, yeah, it, was it was a close, close. game. This game yeah. wasn't even close. That's what I'm saying. So like the when the competitive aspect is gone and you're just doing it for entertainment you're going to get a fucking 300 plus all-star game that there really wasn't too many memorable moments. I, I feel like if one league figures it out, it's the NBA. I, I have full faith in them. So hopefully they figure it out. So. I completely but disagree. I th- if anything, move the NBA, uh, what is it? Rookies and futures or rookies. And, and I think, oh, that was a good game too. That I was think, a great game. Make that the Sunday game. Like, ex- like explore, explore cared. the stars. Like, 
is their first time on an uh, all-star stage. Like, let them go all out. They're young. I put that on Sunday or put that on Saturday and make the the fucking slam dunk and everything else on Sunday. I just think but, the stars are. It goes back to the point that was made about the injuries and like these stars are so divas now that they don't want to risk injury, so they're just uh, going to not, do whatever they can to not. Thing. Okay, last point about NBA. This is the most we've ever talked NBA. Um, Like, do you think the the stars, the you know overall stars, are losing their sign? The Lakers, the Warriors, were not as bright in the All Star weekend. While new stars like Carl Anthony Towns was scoring fifty points. Do you think like there's a new like changing of the cards? Cat is not a new star. Cat has been a star. It's. It, it's like, relevant. When like, he was at the game, like you know, like a bunch of like young people, like younger people, were there compared to like the Evergreens. That's what I was saying. It wouldn't well, that, matter. That, that I, was I fun to me. It, it doesn't matter. Um, I'll even say, even the fucking celebrity game was more competitive than this All Star game. So, but Boopin, you're kind of right. It is kind of a change in the guard because you look at like Durant isn't even the best player in his team anymore. LeBron is fading away. You think you don't think. You think Devin better? Durant's better than Devin Booker? Yes. Booker's putting up 30 a fucking a night. Jesus Christ, you guys don't watch basketball. We need to get this segment moving. Jesus Christ. You're not you did you just you're putting disagree. De- you're putting Kevin Durant over Devin Booker. What? I mean, not I'm over sorry, Devin Booker, Booker over right Kevin now? Durant. You're putting Devin right, Booker right over now? Kevin Durant. Right now? In I think career? so. I, I just I'm not saying that actual record. I think Devin Booker has control has has dominated more than D- Durant has this year. It's because they have fucking Kevin Durant on the team, so it makes him more open. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay, Chris. Chris, you, you need use those same arguments oh, when it comes God. to Fields. Uh, don't get me started, Fields. I have a whole thing with Fields that I'm okay, ready to talk okay. about. Okay, okay. Hold, hold that thought. Out. Hold hold that thought. Uh, you know, there's a segment on Fields coming up, but. Uh, Miller, take us to Madison Avenue. What you got for us? Ooh, I got live, live input for all of you people because yours truly was watching the game in person last night where the Hawks played the Philadelphia Flyers. And I will tell you what, I will tell you what, Blackhawks fucking suck. That's what I'm going to tell you. It it was so bad to watch. It was like, I'm just up there shaking my head as I'm watching this team. I mean, not only we have our shitty goalie in Soderstrom, I believe his name is something like that. Fucking he hasn't won since November 20th or some shit like that. He's like two and 15 and three on the season that he doesn't know how to use a glove. He doesn't know how to fucking stop a puck. Everything that hit him bounced off. It was like a fucking trampoline. That shit, that puck came in and bounced right off. It was embarrassing to watch. Me and Ben gave a little ironic clap when he finally stopped a fucking puck midway through the second period. It was just the the puck handling. Everything about this team was just awful. And it's just, you know, they're the worst team in the, in, in the game. And it's just, it's sad. It really is. But the only solace is that Connor Bedard's on this team and he is so sweet so good and it's exciting there is one point I don't know if you saw the highlight where he was one taking the defender one-on-one going towards the net he literally 
gave a high five with the stick to the defender and then juked the shit out of him. He didn't get the goal. He didn't lift the puck up enough, but it was just, he's just so good. And there was one nice goal that the, the Hawks made. But other than that, just the whole overall team is just young and experienced and it's tough. So, so from what I hear is you got really excited because Bedard almost did something. Well, he did multiple things. He just didn't Wait, score. He didn't score, right? Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, Chris loves winners, Miller. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. Like, oh my God, he got so close and then he didn't. He likes Dude, guys he, that uh... dunk. He likes guys that dunk over three feet people. That's what Chris likes. Can you do it? No. Thought so. Hey, actually, uh, oh, because that's uh, good. That's a good this, logic. Uh, this, it is because uh, speaking of because the, you were giving UC, shit. Hold on, you were giving shit for Connor Bedard getting on the ice after he went through jaw surgery, but you were on the couch because so, you had a cold for two weeks. So yeah. So so Connor Bedard uh, confirmed he could have played. He just chose not to. Thank you for that, Miller. Very impressive. Hey, speaking <laughs> yes. of which. Um, How's the uh, sound system and the video boards at the UC? I know that they it's that really nice. got upgraded. I don't know. If I, I haven't been there in like four or five years. I was wondering the last time I was there. I, I think it was probably 2018. It's It's been a long time, so I couldn't tell you if anything's changed. I saw the boards itself recently. was really nice. It, it was really nice. They, it was they, very nice. They, it seemed like they did a lot of the video boards. Yeah, they updated uh, the audio system too. So like it, it sounds like a lot better. Um, from like the concert and stuff that I've done at the at the UC. So awesome! Yeah. All right, uh, boys. Oh wait, that was also that. your first time going when they built that uh connector thing, right? Did, what entrance did you use to get in? Whatever one was closest to the parking lot. So you didn't go through the new um where the statue I, is the I did. statue. I, I've that, been okay. through there before, but I didn't this time. So it oh, must okay. have been kind okay. of recent. It must gotcha. have went to a Bulls game. I don't know. Like 2019 or something. Yeah, I was gonna say I a lot of the renovations that happened there were like pre-post COVID, like that that little like jumble years and in, in pre, like they started pre. I think that that, that might be it. I'm not gonna talk about the Bulls because it's All Star Weekend. Awesome. Well, thank you for all that good information, Miller. I I hope Bedard was fun. Sounds like a fun time. I'm sorry I missed it, but uh, Chris, you got the sad piano lining around somewhere can you can you line it up you mean the violin yes that one all right hold on i am very musical i'm sorry to inform you guys this is probably the saddest day for one of us one of the greatest to ever do it probably one of the best mvp out there might hang his boots up he's hanging up his cleats he may retire unless he gets picked up by arena Arena team, thank you. Mitch Trubisky is likely being released, was released by the Steelers. Chris, how you doing? There is no reports about retirement there is for him. zero reports. I don't reports. know where this came from. I was so confused when I read this. You're a fucking I had to literally, I'll I had to search it. it in Google just because I was so, like, wait, what? So here's how I feel about it. Um the quarterback that had more wins than Justin Fields has, uh, the quarterback that has thrown more touchdowns, thrown more yards, uh, has a better passing percentage completion, uh, might contemplate retirement. Still sucks. Still, he sucks. He just got released from a team that let, literally doesn't have a quarterback. To, are you going to let me finish? No. 
because your points are irrelevant. He sucks. He I, fucking I he'll, sucks. He'll be really good on an arena football team. He's going to be a backup. There's no doubt about it. I don't do know why you, he would even bring realize, up retirement. Ruben, do you not realize that every team he's been on, every report that has come out, the players fucking love him? What? Like, yes. The Buffalo Bills, every time they talked about Mitch, loved him. The Steelers, you they have to see the backup quarterback. I think, but there's no <laughs> way. It's valid. Look it up. Look it up. Jesus Christ! Okay, I love that you bring up points that don't well, work really, for your really. overall mindset. What do you mean they don't like, work? Because you could say the same thing about Justin Fields, but you hate him. You no, hate him I don't with hate a passion. Him. I don't well, hate, well, you him. hate him. But no, hang on. Yes, you do. If, if you do, okay. So hold him. on, hold on. Does Mitch Trubisky have more wins than Fields? So how is that not my? How is that not? I'm just saying. You're sitting here. No, no, you're saying how everybody loves Mitch Trubisky and how he's the greatest teammate ever. But when Fields gets the same praise, he still gets destroyed by you, Miller. I never. We never. We are going to talk about that next, but. Can you answer don't the question? Like Can you fields. answer the question? Can you answer the question? I don't even remember what the question was. Does Does Mitch have more wins than Fields as a starting quarterback for the Bears? Hundred percent. Thank you. That's all that he matters. was gifted. All of those wins by the one of the historically best defenses that the Bears. One of had. them. But... One of them. All right, but for that randomness that was brought up, Boopin, go ahead. You can continue with the next point. Um, okay, well, getting back on track after that sad, sad news. Um, love you, uh, Mitch. The... <laughs> yeah, love you, bitch. Uh, I think he said talk... love you, Mitch. I, I, he did. I, I just... Um, he was aggressive. But... <laughs> Who was getting aggressive? <laughs> let, let, let's talk about the game that happened a couple weeks ago at this point. You guys might have forgotten. But, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes drafted the Chiefs to... Second straight Super Bowl title, 25-22 over the 49ers in overtime. You guys saw the game. We all did. I got a question for you boys. You guys ready? Go for it. I mean, this has not been debated to death in every talk show after that. But is Patrick Mahomes a GOAT? How do you beat that guy? He's not the GOAT. You can't say he's the GOAT already. I mean, Tom Brady is. For he's, in, he's in the discussion. I don't. I don't he's in the discussion, but you can't say he's the goat. I don't know how you beat him, to be honest. He is just unbelievable what he does for his team. You saw it. There was one point. I think it was in the third quarter when he made basically a scramble run and he got hit after getting the first down, and he got up and you just saw his face as he's walking back to the huddle, and you're just like, if I. As a 49er fan, it's just like, fuck, he's going to will his team to victory. And that's exactly what he fucking did. Like I, mean, like, I think you guys hit it on the head. It reminds me of Brady in his prime. Didn't have receivers, uh, didn't matter. Like, fucking, in, I do, everything would go wrong against him. Last year, he lost Tidy Kill, and they were like, okay, Chiefs are done. They won the, they won the fucking uh, Super Bowl. This year... Rough start. Oh, people were even counting them out early on. They may not even make the playoffs. Fucking gets hot, takes them all the way. Just like very impressive. So I think Brady is like you know his records are probably in in view for him. Like he can is we, the greatest quarterback can we right agree, now. Though can we agree though that the system that Brady was in kind of made him a little bit better? And I think Mahomes is just a tad bit better athletically than Brady. Like I think. 
in comparison of what we're like like I'm not even talking about like goat comparisons, but just the team when Mahomes is under center, like the team just looks different. I don't know, like in a good way. Like it just it just looks because good. it just goes back to your athletic talk. Like he's a lot more athletic, so he moves in the pocket. It's where Brady weird. just it's, stands yeah. like a statue. Both yeah, like Brady was willing to competitors. Like but Brady's like... willing to sit in the pocket till I get hit until like he finds that opening where Mahomes is like. No, I'm gonna do maybe a little bit of this or that. I don't know. I I thought the Super Bowl was actually a lot of fun to watch. Um, Agreed. The commercials sucked. The commercials were dog shit. Um, I did not have a good time with the commercials. I don't know why there's still this fucking commercial expectation. Commercials have been spend shit. Six, Seven million dollars like, to put but something they've been in shit there for like four years. They have. I really and Gronk missing the kick again is fucking useless. You're muted. You're muted. Like, the commercials fun. overall is just trash. I don't even bother with them anymore because it's like, one, a lot of the commercials that are the best, you can watch the next day from Yahoo anyways. So what's the point? And two, it's like you might even see it the week before the Super Bowl. So it's can like. Can I tell you something, though, from the commercials that caught me off guard? Like, this is me being very serious with you guys. This is probably the most serious I'll ever be in the podcast with you guys. The oh. one thing that caught me off guard. Is that fucking Jesus is loaded? Jesus Christ commercials. There was like three or four of them during the Super Bowl. Like, holy fucking shit! His pockets are deep. Thank you, Chris. We need to fucking tax God. That's what we got. Seriously, do. hang on. <laughs> you know the winner for me, Kanye West. He like <laughs> on his phone recorded a thirty second video, and he was like, "Hey, the fucking ad cost me seven million dollars, whatever it was. So I don't have money for an ad. I'm gonna talk about it in thirty seconds." And he just recorded something and played it in Super Bowl. I love that man. But anyway, um, I wanted to say like ultra competitive Brady and him, like either being in the pocket and having to scramble, whatever it takes, they will. Find out edge to win, and that's what I think he did. Like Milo was right, you could see it in his eyes. He was fucking gonna win. I think so, for the first half. Oh my god! I think though, and uh, there's been a lot of talk about it with like the 49ers not knowing the overtime rules. Um, do you guys think that really had an effect in the game, as people are making it out to be? I mean, the receiver didn't know he won the game after he caught the ball. So the Chiefs did they really no, know the knew. rules? He knew. No, no he no, didn't. No, he didn't. He came out. Um, they, they, they went and celebrated with him. He what hesitated. He hesitated. Mahomes he watched had to it run closely. To him. Yeah, Mahomes he had hesitated. to run Really? Him. Yeah, he had no idea either. So I think wow. it's it's brand new, right? It's like, what, like last year or this year is the first time? I think it was last year. score a touchdown, you win. If it's a field goal, the other team gets it. It's the same thing. No, it's different. No, no. What's different about it? You Both teams automatically get the ball no matter what happens. So if if the 49ers would have went down and scored a touchdown, the Chiefs would have gotten the ball. Well, I'm just yeah. looking it up because I don't remember it like See, that. You, you don't have either. to look it up. I just told you. I literally said in the chat what the hell's going on, and they got ripped. But, but that's, it, that was it, the it, difference. Anyway. Uh, and that was – okay, so going to the overtime decision, I don't know if Kyle Shanahan is just covering his ass because I get there's, – there's, there's like both sides of the coin, right? You can sit there and say, like Tony Romo did on the broadcast, that basically the Chiefs have just gone up and down on this this 49ers defense. They could have been tired. Maybe he wanted to give his team a rest. But then you can also look at what uh, Kyle Shanahan said, and he said 
that he trusted his offense to score a touchdown, and he figured that Chiefs might do the same. So he wanted the first possession, winner take all. So, I mean, you can take that argument. I don't know if I would have. I would have probably gone the Chiefs route and been like, I want the ball last just so you can have that fourth down decisions. But I, agree. I don't know if it would have really mattered. I, I mean, it's I mean, not like... I probably gone for it and tried to score a touchdown is what I would I, absolutely would have done. So even if Chiefs score a touchdown, they have to go for two. So they have a lot more. Don't have that. to go for two. They don't have to. But they don't they, have to. But like, they would like, have. Yeah, they, they said that have, they, they, yeah. they said they would have. I That's what I would have done. Like, at least have them score a touchdown. Is Here's probably the thing, what I though, done. and this is the part where... Because even kinda... if you miss, even if you don't convert on fourth down, game's still tied, right? If they score, you, they still win. That's what I think... I would have done differently, but I don't know if I have the call. But here's the thing that, that people are forgetting, though. The 49ers scored, and they had them on a fourth and one. So, I mean, we would look at this a lot different if that fourth and one, the 49ers hold them. The game's over. So I think it's really dependent on just how things are looking at Because if they hold, then people are going to forget about this whole overtime rule thing, and they're going to be like, yeah, they did their job. They got they got points, and they stopped yeah, but it when they Yeah, it was fourth and to. one, and that play was a thing of beauty. I mean, also, the way they ran that, with being uh, Kelsey and Mahomes were the only two players that were either going to touch that ball. It was so cool. And they just completely shredded the, the 49ers defense. And did it matter? Even if you flipped the the drives, I could tell you right now that they were going for it on that fourth and one. Yeah, I mean, I know they were on the 30 yard line, but they were going for it. Yeah. No course. doubt. They weren't going to give that ball to the Niners. Yeah. They weren't going to punt it. Yeah, they weren't right. going to punt that away with a chance for a field goal to win. Not a chance in hell so i mean realistically that they, they wouldn't that drive would have probably been the same so like, i don't know if it really there may be some plays because they had a little luxury so i see both sides of it to be honest but i i would probably thanks for thanks for letting me know about the rules yeah i, I looked it up and uh it, i guess it's only for the super bowl that they're doing that they at least gotta no, get it's all playoffs. I, all playoffs now i'm reading this again then that's probably the wrong one that i read but yeah but no, like like the Super Bowl like uh, has changed a couple of things. Like obviously we are like a couple of weeks away, so we can look at it this way, guys. Very interesting cap situation coming on for both teams. Kansas City is in a better position than they normally are. They have some cap space, but they have big question mark. Chris Jones, uh, their old lineman. I think they tagged him. Like, no, they signed him to a one year deal last year. Um, Sneed needs to get paid on the 49ers side. Brandon Ayuk is asking for money. Chase Young is probably cut, but he's due a lot of money. So really interesting cap storylines. Uh, you know, 49ers going for a, sorry, uh, Kansas City going for a three-peat. Will Jones take a hometown discount, right? Oh, man. I, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting storyline into going into next year for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that. But let's let's talk the other side, right? What do 49ers, like, they, they had a decent game. They, you know, the defense was there. Like, they were dominant in the first half. They did, they were, like, maybe gassed off in the second half. What do they have to do? What does Shanahan has to do to get over the hump, right? Give he, the right. ball to Christian McCaffrey what, in the third quarter. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, that, I was going to say this is the easiest answer that every NFL fan could probably answer like or could give. It's just... Give him the ball. I grant, granted, he did fumble. Yep, I get that. But like, wasn't it his first fumble all year? Right for a couple. Mm, I don't know if I think it was his first fumble all year. Um, the one thing that honestly, if they just give uh give him the ball more, 
The 49ers need to do nothing different. I think the like, 49ers... Even you can, like, even you argue, like, one, one point that was brought up was, I forget if this was the end of the game or if this was their first drive in overtime. There was a situation where the Niners were in field goal range, and it was third and four. And they're like, why don't you just run it twice with McCaffrey? He basically brought him all the way down. And even if he runs it, I mean, for the most part, he was getting positive yards. So if it's a fourth and one, what are you going to do? You're not going to kick the fucking field goal. You're going to go for it again. So it's like, it's like, there's just, I mean, you can if we're going to take the everything. overtime, if we're going to take the overtime aspect out for just a little bit, I think we can agree. 49ers played great. Just give McCaffrey the ball a little bit more, and I think you win the game. I don't think you really needed to change anything else. I think Kansas City played really good in the second half, but like that's a Kansas City thing. I think the 49ers still held them pretty pretty well. Well, I mean, there's that big fumble on special teams that the Niners fucked up. At pretty yeah, that's much. true. I mean, two big special team mistakes, one missing the extra point and one in the, the fumble that basically blew the game for them. So Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, Purdy didn't play amazing. Played but he good. didn't cost the game. No, he didn't. I mean, he missed some throws in the first half. Can't start a little slow, but bottom line is you feed your fucking stud, and your stud is sitting in the backfield, number 23, and it's so sad. It's like such a game of little inches, too. Like, I remember one drive, four nights were driving. They were, like, running the ball really well. I think this is probably in overtime or maybe the fourth quarter. Like, there was one play where they subbed out the tight end. I think Kittle went out, like, the backup came in. And there was a holding call. So, it went up being, like, second and two or whatever to, like, second and 18. And then, like, they had to kick a field goal. I think that was the – they were, like, running the ball really well. So, like, it's a game of one play and one call. And that, that's just fascinating. So, Chris was or, right. Or that, or, or that another tight end play with Kittle. It was the rollout. That might have been the third and four play that I'm even talking about where they they dumped it off to Kittle as he was running the flat one-on-one with the cornerback in the corner. I think it might have been Sneed, who you just mentioned as a free agent, and he got him. He tackled him. That was a game-saving play right there because if they don't get that, they get a first down, or, and it's a different game. Let's um, let's put a, lot a bow. Of big plays in that game. Let's put a bow on the Super Bowl. I want to hear positivity rating, Usher, halftime performance. What do we got? Fucking 11. Really? He started off slow, but man, when Luda showed up, the Listen, party was on. I would have no, given a no. solid I would have given a solid nine. But when the fucker showed up in rollerblades, he lost me a little bit, so I have to dock him for eight. I had to dock him to an eight. Dude, I mean, you know how Alicia hard Keys that is? Alicia Keys was amazing too. I know. Like, that's why I, I don't know why you're saying it started with Luda. It started with Alicia. That was Alicia was the amazing. shit, man. It started Amazing. slow to me. I would probably give it an eight or a nine. I loved it. I loved it. But the first three songs, I don't think I knew any of them. And I was just like, wait, until Alicia Keys took the stage, then I was like, okay, here we fucking go. She looked amazing, too. Like, hand, hand, just, hats off to her. I mean, props to us. We are the target audience now for the, these shows. Know, someone, <laughs> someone, put, someone put it out there. It's like, now you know you feel old when... You yeah. recognize some of the songs that is played in the. Uh, I Super love Bowl it. I love it. Fuck. Um, talking about Super Bowl, uh, we we missed Usher's first song. All of us did. Uh, we had different songs on, but Miller went four out of five in the Super Bowl props. Uh, you know, over <sighs> on the anthem, the, he four got out the of six. That's bull. 
you brought up the anthem. I was ready. To, that Reba McIntyre fucked a lot of people when she did a double word. When she double worded the end, fucked a lot of people. She she knew it too. I think she the, knew it too. The, the a lot of the 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 betters or the the casinos and whatnot actually paid out both sides. Really? Yeah, I saw some of that because it was based on the wordage of the the bet the first, itself. Yeah, the because first some wording. of them were like first to last word, and then other was like first note to last note, last note or something yep. like that. So it depended on the verbiage and how it was used. Because technically, as soon as she says that the last note, the brave, the first time, the song's over. If she adds an additional word, that's her choice, but the actual song is over. So it was like there were some casinos that actually paid double or bookies or something like that. But that's funny. Wow. I laughed so hard because she was so fast. She was like done with like four fifths of the song in uh, like 30 seconds. <laughs> I was like, this under is looking really good. Yeah. And what's funny is in the group, every, I, have, I think I saw like two people send a picture of the timer. And I'm like, everyone's on the same boat. Like, every, I didn't time it this time, but I'm like, I'm like looking at the clock as she's like singing. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of going fast. Like, it's a good rhythm. And then the fucking brave thing. But that's funny to hear. <laughs> that's hilarious. A uh, couple other ones we hit. Uh, streaker, we all said yes. Supposedly the streaker was a local man and he had bet that there would be a streaker. So yeah, he that's won kinda, money. He won kinda, money. I don't, I don't see how the odds were that high for a streaker running on the field. It would have been the first prop that was like available kind of deal because I think it was like plus twenty two hundred that someone showed on on social media. I'm not entirely. It doesn't sure make about sense. It. Like, there's a streaker like every year. Why is it the big deal that they would? Why Why well, are the odds so high? So I think there's two ways that they put it: is that will the streaker be shown on TV, or will there be a streaker? I know that there's like the wording of it. It can be a little I just bit was, different. I was kind of confused when you say he put all this money and he made money in the deal. And I was just like, I would think it would almost be pretty close to even money. It should, yes it should no. be a minus. It should be a minus. Yeah, but it, it can't if, be I, if I was a smart man, I would not run myself because the casino would be like, I would not pay you. I would put money and be like, Miller, $50,000, go run on the field. <laughs> Listen, we don't you know, listen. We want people to bet responsibly. We're not sponsored, but don't do fucking dumb shit if you're gonna try to like. And don't put in a text and message. First like, hey, of all, if you streak, I'm gonna give you half. Like, don't don't be that guy. And most importantly, the most important thing that you can take away from this: if you're a real fucking streaker, be a real fucking streaker. Yes. Let the fucking let the the, the twig and berries hang. Let the and you out. just go for it, baby. Go for don't it. Go with a fucking don't, pair of shorts. Yeah, and if you're gonna cover, don't cover. Let it free Willy. You know, just free it out. Okay, not all of us don't agree on that. <laughs> Two out of three. You're, you're telling me you're telling me you wouldn't let your cock and balls out if you're streaking in the Super Bowl. I'd let everything uh, hang. Okay, good. Well, good to know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a I won't run that of a far. streaker, right? I, I won't run that far, so they'll catch me quick. <laughs> but. I'm letting everything hang. I want to make sure that they got to be weary when they touch me. One of the two guys got tackled, too. I hope he's There's okay. two? There's two? Yeah, there was two. One guy just gave up. He just didn't even run. The other guy tried to run and got tackled. But uh, we all got our Super Bowl MVPs wrong. We were rooting for Purdy and CMC and Kelsey. But Chris and I got at least the winners, right, of the Super Bowl. We were rooting on the Plus Chiefs. Plus three. Uh, 
Chris wanted a very high scoring game. It was like probably less than what both of us expected, but we got that right. Uh, yeah, so that was the Super Bowl, you know, like probably, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. It was a very competitive game. It was like on the edge within the one little play made the difference. Some injuries here, some injuries there. I think we would be talking about a 49ers win here. So um, it was definitely fun to watch. All right. It was definitely a good time. And it doesn't At- hurt that I won some good money. That definitely helped. I like the squares came through for me. Zero zero. Oh, yes, it did. Oh no, Twice. the big one was the big one was it wasn't zero zero. It was three three zero. Nine nine. Three zero was the big one. No, zero zero hit twice. I thought. No, three zero hit twice because it was ten three and then thirteen ten. Was it three zero? I don't know. Yeah, yes. I hit twice. Okay. All right, boys. I'll, I'll let's take get to the main discussion that we. I, this this episode's already at an hour, so let's let's get into the main discussion, which is we we kind of had to change it around here, but I think we're just gonna focus on what every bear fan here is kind of either dreading or looking forward to. We're gonna talk about Justin Fields. Uh, there was recent drama involved about Fields not following the Bears anymore and not following the NFL. Uh, he was in a podcast, which he then said. I don't really want to know about the NFL because I'm going to be on vacation, which, fair enough. Uh, Miller might say that's a cop out. Yep, there it is. Um, Fair enough. I mean, sometimes I block (laughs) Miller just because I don't want to see him sometimes, so I get it. Like, Fields, I get it. First Um, of all, the Bears don't post anything that matters to him. Well, they don't okay, post that, okay, a lot that's of shit. Okay, that's like, said, oh, I'm not so, going to follow it because I want to be away from the NFL. No, it's because like, a lot of so stuff many, that... There are so many no, no, other players that he's following that is going to be more on his feed than the Chicago Bears Here's the thing, though, Twitter it's, handle. It's people tag the Chicago Bears when they're talking about trades, though. And then he, they basically get pinged in his... Do you not use social media, Miller? How old are you? Jesus Christ. So how do you guys feel about... Given recent scenarios, um, there's been a lot more discussions about the Bears receiving quite the haul, which might be better than last year's package that they got. Um, there's also talks that Caleb Williams will still come to Chicago. Uh, potential trade suitors for fields involved Atlanta and Washington. Um, what do you guys think? What are we uh, leaning First towards? of all, we haven't heard a lick about Caleb Fields not wanting to come to Chicago in like a month and a Caleb half. Caleb Fields? Caleb Fields. Caleb Williams, since Colin Cowherd wanted to get some clickbait and he throwed his shit, whatever, he shot off. That was and a that, fucking and fail. He was like, I'm sorry, that's not right. Yeah. His, his team reached out to me and that's wrong. But Fucking uh, no. idiot. Yeah. Like, again. But I mean, I don't. Okay, so I've come to the conclusion that the main thing that I want for the Chicago Bears is to have a new quarterback under center. I am not. Caleb or nobody. I'm not on that. So if Washington was to come to me and offer me two first rounders in a second, I would probably be happy and take that. And then I'd go down one and draft the second best quarterback that I feel. Um, I would love for the bears to draft Caleb Williams, but I'm not like a Caleb truther. I'm not going to sit here and say, he's the best quarterback ever and he's no risk all reward type of thing i and so if we could get some picks from washington and still get a possible good quarterback or a possible great quarterback i'd be for that but i don't want him to trade 
out of the first round. I don't want Fields to be on this goddamn team, even though it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like most most Vegas sports books have him going back to the Bears at like plus seven hundred, which usually they're right about these things. Even though other people you talk to you think it's a gimmick scheme, I do not. I think he's most likely gone. I think while he said the right things, I think that him unfollowing the Bears and the NFL was a way for him to show his frustration while being a professional. Yeah. Um, the more I look into field, like, looks like Caleb Williams is like fields, maybe slightly more accurate. Um, and you reset the clock. So I wouldn't be mad if they took him at this point. Um, what I don't want them to do is like, keep fields and draft Caleb. I think that's the worst situation. Um, other than that, like, again, we are getting props from all around the league for how good this offensive staff is. Um, we just need someone they can work with. Commanders Miller is a very interesting name because they hired Cliff Kim Kingsbury as their offensive player, who was Caleb's coach the year prior. So, like, I think that that's, like, an interesting... This is current coach. Oh, he's his current coach? I thought it was a year prior. He's at USC. He was the I think he was the OC at USC. Oh, then also, even better. Uh Washington took him from the Raiders. He he was basically close to signing with the Raiders and Washington just came in out of nowhere. So Yeah, supposedly he wanted a three year deal. Raiders were giving him two years, so he's like, Washington's giving me three. Goodbye. I think it's interesting that the Raiders are being talked about for trading to Justin Fields. I think that's very interesting. I like it. Because that that means they get to you once feels. Like I don't know. I, I think a lot of this is this, just smoke. this happens a lot more than we think. Like the coaches, player, like a coach goes somewhere, and all the players from that team kind of gets picked up in free agent, whatever. That happens a lot. So like I, I can totally see that too. Um, I think I don't know. Fields to Atlanta seems like a lot of heat, but again, it looks like Kirk Cousins to Atlanta is also very high. So it's really hard to say. Um. I would, like, pick, I don't know, like, someone like Denver or somebody. Like, there was, like, lots of rumors that Minnesota wanted to trade down and pick a quarterback last year. Raiders wanted to trade down, come down and pick a quarterback. I feel like one of those dark horses team, like Raiders, Denver, is, like, in the running to get land fields, in my opinion. So a lot of this is going to depend on when the Bears want to act. Um, I think the new year starts early May, or, I'm sorry, March. Um, the NFL year starts in early March where a lot of decisions are going to get made. Um, so so I, I was uh, in social media and someone's like, if the Bears play this right, they're going to wait until a couple days after the start of the new year for the NFL um, because it puts them more in a power position because decisions have to be made. And so I don't agree with two first-round picks and a second for Caleb Williams. I, I feel like that's still not enough. Um, I don't know if it's got to be a two and two, so like a two first, two second, or you know, two first, a second, and something else. Um, it's just not feasible. Like it's, it's feasible not... because it's already been done. What are you talking about? That's what the Bears basic. The Bears got something equivalent to that last year. That was going from nine to one. If they but do it's... that again, they're going to get more. But yeah, I'm talking about going saying... to Washington. No, no, no. no okay, no, okay. I, that part I get, but I'm saying the hall of one should still be a good value. If you're just saying to move up one, I think that benefits Washington. It doesn't benefit the bears. 
So I know. Like, so I just when I talk about Washington, I think the realistic trade that's out there is two first rounders, which would be their second, and then next year's in a second. I think that is reasonable. I don't think you're getting more than that from Washington going from okay. two to one. Now, if you want to talk about dropping down to eight, I think you would get more than probably last year if you're going to do something like that. But I that's, think that's, again, I don't like that move at all. Um, that move would basically mean that Fields is getting at minimum one year in Chicago. Probably two. but Maybe two, just to make it worthwhile on the contract side. Um, but then it's like worst case scenario because then you're not even getting Marvin Harrison. Well, so like, the Bears could still technically do moves to to still make that happen. I I, I think a lot of the the way that I see it is what should be the prize for the Bears, and and that's where you're going to get a lot of different discussions from the fan base. It's people feel like it has to be a quarterback. People feel like it has to be a wide receiver. Some people still feel like it needs to be uh, offensive line help. So it really depends on what your ultimate ideal situation would be. For me, I. It, I still stand by what I said. I don't feel like the offense that was brought really made Fields look all that great. Um, can there be another guy that makes this guy just go top tier? It's possible. I'd hate for the Bears to not get something in return for Fields and then he becomes this stud that we wanted him to become in Chicago. Um, so uh, to me, I think you have to either say we want Harrison like make that the top prize and see what you could do about the quarterback. I think Caleb is going to be one of those players where it's like someone was saying like the bears are going to guarantee him five, six years if they were to draft him, which I think that's true. Um, So he can kind of build his life in Chicago, but I don't necessarily feel like he should be the bears grand prize. He can definitely be the grand prize for other teams and we can get a haul for him. I'm fine getting a haul for Caleb as long as we get Harrison. I, I I feel like the one thing that you probably are looking towards, Caleb, is that remember we talked about the competitive edge that that firing is. He seems to have it. Like this footage of him crying after a loss, like he wanted so bad. I feel like that would be good to see on our team. You know, like bears are always just like cuddly, whatever. Like you know, scary sometimes. But like, I think this. That's what we need. Someone that I disagree with. Yeah, I, I disagree with true. you. The only reason I disagree with you, Boopin, is I get why you're saying that, but I know Fields wants to win. Like, yeah, you could see like, it in some plays when he has it. big runs. You saw it in that one press conference where you could tell, like, he was fucking annoyed that they lost. I can't remember exactly what week, but I remember the press conference that he was there. He was just like, like, but we're missing the big point of this conversation. Chris, your highest priority is getting a wide receiver, not a quarterback. I, I'm, so what I'm saying is if, if we get offered three first-round picks and a second for whoever wants that first-round pick, it's very hard to say no to that. So your so priority is not my a quarterback. So you're no, okay what with I'm, no, no, no. on the field next year. I, if we get Harrison out of it, yes. I would be okay with getting fields. Breaking news. But... <laughs> What but is here's happening? The thing, I am anti-fields, and you guys but, are. But here's I'm no, not, no. no we talked about this though. No, I, I, we we talked about this. We we we've said it to the point where it's if You've if we have never heard you say that you prioritize offensive weapons over the quarterback position. But I said even last year that if we were last to, we, year was a different animal. 
Everybody no, no, no. in the okay, world. Okay, the end of this season. The end of the season. The end of the season. I'm not going to say like last. I'm going to say the end of the season. We talked about it, and we're like, if we have to, we are fine taking Fields one more year. We basically all agreed to that. Miller, you basically said, no, we need a new quarterback, blah, blah, blah. No, I then said. I think I've flip-flopped like 50 well, times. Well, you flip-flopped typical no, bandwagon It was the, the coach's decision. Said. The only thing Miller is like, except Marvin Harrison, anything is good. Because he's like. I, I was Fields is not going to support two wide receivers. Yeah, I don't want the Bears to take Marvin at one. But. um, No, not I, at one. No, I no. was flip-flopping because of the coaching decision because I don't want to do the same thing we've done the past two times and just but, spurned us. But I'm at the point now where I need a new quarterback. Did this because playoffs didn't get not a new do coach, anything though. for you guys as far as your mindset? I mean, you look at these quarterbacks. You look at Jalen Hurts. You look at Tua Tagovailoa. I can't believe I nailed that. You look at Lamar Jackson. They just crumbled in the playoffs. Yeah, you can make excuses like Lamar should have still beat the Chiefs, whatever. But the bottom line is these guys didn't get it done, and they're all the same prototype as Justin Fields. Watching Mahomes, that Justin couldn't have done what he did. And don't give me the bullshit that he could have run. Justin could not have done what Mahomes did okay, can in I that ask Super Bowl. You, can I ask you a question, though? Sure. Does the Bears' offense give you that much excitement no matter who the quarterback is? Huh? Does the Bears' offense give you the same excitement like the Chiefs or all these other teams no matter who the quarterback is? So the personnel on the offensive side, is that enough for you? I don't get your question. Uh, It's it's, personnel... like it's it's a very basic question. He's saying, like, "Will you want more offensive weapons on Chicago? Are you happy with where they are? Are you now? happy with where the Bears are currently yeah, at? That's a better without question. without the quarterback being the 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 main topic of discuss, discussion." Okay, this is where I've always stood. I don't think Fields can support three weapons. Can't I? Don't think he can do it. So, what's the point of having three weapons? So. Are we going to be perfect if we draft Caleb Williams? And, I mean, we could still draft a wide receiver at nine or a tackle at nine. We still have cap space if we want to do that. But I still think we can improve the offense. But I still think if we get Caleb Williams, I still think we're going to take a step back next year. I think we're going to win right, maybe so, five, six games. So okay, I still but, think we'll have that Chris, opportunity to go forward. But Chris, the question is, is Miller's if point, like, I think, think of the 49ers, right? Purdy could not do it with like probably weapons that are probably better. The than 49ers is a completely different beast, though. The, oh. You cannot you cannot oh. compare. Uh, it was not a first round pick or a top five pick. It was a a multitude of multiple quarterbacks before Purdy. Or That's not what Purdy he's saying. Was he's saying the 49ers offense is has the one, some of the best weapons in the league, and they couldn't get it done with a quarterback. So you valuing weapons we over the quarterback said, position? No, but we just That's said where you the have quarterback. The downfall. Hold on, though. But we just said that the quarterback, while he didn't really play all that great, didn't lose the game. That's Correct. different. That's but different. he didn't win the game. But, but you that's never, the difference. When you cannot into, win against Patrick Mahomes by being okay, a game but going manager. into the game, no one said that Purdy was going to win the game. Everyone calls him this manage, the manager guy. So no. you can't. Yes. Just because Cam everyone, Newton says it. Doesn't mean it that's wasn't true. just Cam Newton. It wasn't just Cam Newton. Yes, was it really was. If you oh, look at his Shannon advanced Sharp, metrics, Stephen if you look at his advanced metrics, oh, not it advanced shows metrics. that no one he does more than manage. 
It, no one gives a shit yeah, about advanced metrics. Farthest... Oh, hang on, hang on. So, what you were saying, think of it this way, logically, okay? Think of the 49ers weapon. You don't have to vocalize your answer if you don't want to. Think of their weapons. Think of MG, like DJ Moore, Herbert, Command. you know, compare them to Kiddo, IU, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do that. And then put put fields there or put X quarterback here. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's enough to get over the hump. That's but I what think Miller, that Miller's fields was. under that offense would be better than Brock Purdy is there now. I disagree. I would, disagree. I, disagree. I would he put can't that out read there. defenses as well as Purdy. Purdy knows where he wants to throw. That's what Shanahan says. Shanahan says that he doesn't may not have the absolute arm talent, but right. he reads he's, he's defenses with really well, has. and he he's knows with he where has. the ball is supposed to go. Fields doesn't. But you could see that saying, multiple times during the year that Fields doesn't oh, trust read me. defenses that well, and he doesn't put the ball where it needs to go. So to say that he can go to San Francisco and automatically do it, I think there's a likelihood that he turns into Trey Lance is higher than him being Proc Purdy so, because of those reasons. So just to give myself more fluff, I said that a long time ago, and I got shit on because, oh, Fields is a star or whatnot. But we all knew, at least I did at that time, that he just didn't look comfortable in the offense. And this year proved that he still doesn't look comfortable in that offense. What I'm saying, though, is I think in the system that Kyle Shanahan has, and if Fields has two, I think it's pretty second year under the, the offense now, right? Would it be two years? Yeah, he's two, going three into years? his three. Two. He's going into three. I think you can see the same level of progression in that offense for Fields. It would be a lot better than what the Bears have had the last two years. We'll agree to disagree because I don't. I don't think it would be good. I think it'd be better than what we've seen. Not from Purdy. No, for Fields. I think Fields would be I mean, a better. Yeah, you can argue yeah. that. I just, again, I don't think the transition is going to be. I don't know if that quarterback type is what Shanahan wants. No, I, 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 I get that. Like, I, I understand that pros, like, aspect of it. I get it, and I'm not disagreeing you on, on, on like what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. My, my whole, like, thought process is. When you have a quarterback that, when you have a team that's based on on what you're looking for, like the, the coach knows what kind of quarterback wants to put in that spot, I honestly genuinely feel that the Bears have had two coordinators that really didn't fit fields. I think we all agree here. It didn't flow to answer the question. Yeah, like it. it I you mean, but there's there was the thing: no one knows if this guy's gonna flow either. That's the point, and so that's why for me. If you're getting a haul of like three first round picks, I would trade the pick, but I would want Harrison to be my you're guy. Not getting and then Marvin Harrison and three round pick, third three first you, round picks. You can definitely work something out though that if you wanted to trade up to get him, you could after. And you're giving up a first round pick. All right, it's you not still happening. Retain it. I think you're going to have to get to third. You're going you're going to go to New England. Okay. Probably not getting three three first rounders from New England. Reclaiming my time, boys. Here's what we're gonna do, okay? I'm gonna go over the draft picks Bears have next year coming up. Here's what I want you guys to do. Okay. I want you guys to think about, tell us we what's gonna happen to Fields, where is it gonna get traded to prediction, and what Bears are gonna do in the first round, okay? I want you to think about that. I'm going to read off the picks that Bears have in in this upcoming draft because it's our last show. The next time you hear from us, we'll be pretty close to the draft. Deal? Sure. sure. Deal. So the Bears are picking number one overall, 
Pink's Panthers. We're also picking ninth in the first round. We have no second round pick. The next pick is a third round, 75th. We have two picks in the fourth and one in the fifth. The numbers are not fixed now because depending on the number of compensatory picks, the numbers may vary. But we have a total of five, sorry, six picks this year, including two in the first round. All right, boys, I'm back. Tell me, let's start with Fields, prediction. What happens to Fields? Does he get traded? Is he on? What's his next team, I guess? Miller, you can go I'm gonna, first. I'm going to give Chris a boner. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Ooh. Are we ready? Are you ready, no Chris? No blue chew? No blue chew. Ooh, the Bears okay. are going to take Caleb Williams with the number one pick. They're going to trade Justin Fields in the number nine pick to the New England Patriots for the number three pick and get Marvin Harrison. Wow. You just shit. Wow. <laughs> that's a blockbuster okay, right there. Okay, we know that's a bullshit answer. What's your real answer, Miller? There's n- <laughs> no, there's that's no- actually been speculated about. <laughs> I I as much as uh I would like a scenario like that I disagree I don't think that it's not about agreeing or disagreeing you jackass it's about giving your opinion well my opinion is your opinion's wrong uh what I will probably I say you just you just pitched you wanted this this is what you wanted Chris well no see I think the Bears are going to wait and wait and wait because they want to trade the pick. And I think they end up trading the pick. I think Fields stays. I think the Bears end up finding a different quarterback. And we're going to see the same thing that happened to Mitch. We're going to see the Nick Foles situation happen again. Um, I think the Bears trade the pick, and then they're going to use next year's pick to get a quarterback if they get that haul. What do you do? You know, he didn't answer any questions that he asked. I think didn't give the team that he's getting traded to. You didn't I said he's not getting traded. What pick we're gonna get? You didn't give I, anything. I literally said Fields is staying, and we're probably gonna get a haul for the first pick. Who are we trading with? How far um, back are we going? What are we getting? I don't know what quarterback what are we we're picking? going. I don't know what quarterback we're going. I think we're gonna go Harrison. I think the Bears will find a way to get him. Um, if I had to really put something out. You know what? No, I'll be a buzzkill. I think I will change my answer. I will go ahead and say the Bears end up trading fields to an AFC team, so either Denver or Pittsburgh. Um, I think the Bears will probably have to draft Caleb Williams at this point if once they trade fields. Um, I, I think that's it. I think I think that's 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 probably the best. My my real my real thought process would be that field stays though, but I will go ahead and give a bold prediction. Oh, I I was gonna say first pick Caleb. Maybe that, I should say field stays then. That isn't a bold prediction. It's literally what Vegas is telling us is gonna happen. Should have went with your bold prediction. I I don't know. It's just I'm I'm really leaning towards that the Bears are gonna wait and get something big for the number one pick. I think that's what that's what I'm leaning towards. I don't know who would want to give so much right now. I don't think I honestly don't think that's going to happen just because of what happened with Carolina. I think that's going to put a lot of teams back where they're not going to want to go all in. They're not, but that's what I'm saying. As soon as the new year starts and you have to make like decisions, I think 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears like waited all the way like until the day before the draft or something before they make a deal. I mean, I, that's, I agree with you, but I just think that these teams have seen what Carolina did, and they basically destroyed their team for a quarterback that you can argue um, doesn't have a lot of talent on that offense, but it set their organization back. Now they're missing out on a first-round pick, and it's just like, what are they going to do? So I don't think these teams are going to be as willing to make that leap because of the example that was set last year. I, I understand that, but I still think that there's still some teams like I mean, we could bring back Washington. We can bring back Atlanta. Like That's some not people as still, big as, I mean, Atlanta would be a big jump. Atlanta would be a jump. One. Denver would be a jump. Washington isn't that big a jump. No, Denver would be a jump. Um, it's it, You want to have a franchise-type player, and, and people still consider Fields a franchise player. So, All right. I'm talking about Caleb. I wasn't talking about Fields. Jesus. Yeah, but I'm still talking about, like, trades. I'm still talking about trades, like, from that aspect. I still okay, think my... the Bears trade the first pick. Like, I, th- I genuinely think the Bears trade. That's what I was just talking about. And then you threw Fields' name in there. My turn. Fields... A lot of noise is coming from your side of things. I, I wanted to get your attention. I'm sorry. Fields stays a surprising team beyond the 10th pick. Comes into the first pick to pick Caleb. And Bears trade back into the top 10 to pick a quarterback. Why? How about... How about them apples? Who are they picking? Ugh. Caleb Williams. <laughs> no. <laughs> not May. He's probably gone. Not Marvin Harrison. He's probably gone. Um, Caleb Williams probably gone. Whoever. The, uh, maybe Phoenix? Phoenix? Jalen Daniels? Jaden Daniels? Daniels. Daniels. I mean, so you're saying a team that's like top, like between 10 and 15 yep. would go all the way to one. So that the Bears can then go back into That's the top 10? That's how you 10? get the haul you wanted. That's the only way to get that haul. But then... Dude, do you know what you're getting from that? You're getting like four first-round picks, three seconds, and a fucking player. Okay, look at Ryan Poles. Why didn't? Why did he trade with Carolina and not the team first six, seven, eight? They didn't. They don't give a lot to move a couple of spots. You want yeah, to find a team... That's, that's different, like, though. That scenario come? was different because how the, come? the first... The, the teams that he was looking for were genuinely looking at quarterbacks. They were genuinely looking at quarterbacks. I mean, there's like, like every Houston, team could... Houston was looking <sighs> to trade, and they still got a quarterback. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that scenario is different. The, the teams that are currently top three right now in the draft, you could say the Bears definitely need a quarterback, right? Arguably. I would disagree. Okay, so then that change that's going to change the perspective. So outside the Bears in the top three, Washington needs a quarterback, yes? Yes. And then the third pick is who again? New England needs a quarterback, yes. And then Atlanta after needs that. A quarterback. Denver needs a quarterback. I don't know the picks. I don't know the orders, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm saying Arizona's, Arizona's four. Arizona's four. Giants are somewhere. Uh, Giants are up there. It, you don't have the consistency of like the first three picks are gonna. It wasn't last year the first three quarterbacks were taken off the board, wasn't that yep. it? I don't yep. think that happens again this year. No, Richardson was fourth. Richardson was fourth. Ah, it's close. You're right. Yeah, um, like that I was do. one of the best. You're saying there's gonna be three quarterbacks off the board? One, two, three? I don't think so. <sighs> yes. You're saying yes just to say yes. 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 Okay. okay. Because I'm thinking, I'm now thinking it might be like last year where it would be like three in the top five. 
I would say yeah, three. I would say confidently three in the top five. Three in the top, I agree with you. I agree with you. You're muted. Uh, all right, boys and girls, we did it. We did it. People. Longest episode of the season. We saved I it for last. I know. Thank you for listening to us, people, all season. We have grown. We have listened. Hopefully, we are better today than when we started, but it's all because <laughs> of you. We we would not be anywhere without you. Uh, keep the feedback coming. Uh, we will hire a new producer. We will get new mics for some people because it sucked in today's episode. Here, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if someone – I'm not going to point fingers. I'm not even going to say names. But if someone who's expecting a fucking delivery doesn't improve <laughs> on the mic quality, it's going to be the Duo of Positivity podcast featuring someone every fucking time. On like, that I, positive, I positive that note, thank you for tuning in. We, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning on. We had a blast doing this. This is a highlight of my week. Um, you know, hope to do more of this next season. Love you all. Good night. Bye. Bye.